Greetings, and welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. I'm Phyllis Hollis, your host. As an extension of my Instagram page, Cerebral Women, this podcast offers insights into the visual art world. I interview artists, mainly artists of color and female artists, who will freely articulate what inspires their creativity. In addition, you'll hear interesting perspectives from dedicated art professionals who work with artists and the art institutions that feature them. I'm confident that collectively, these individuals will indeed stimulate your mind as they do our eyes. Please know these interviews are conducted in my Manhattan apartment, so please forgive the background sounds of city life. Welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. In this episode, I feature Marcus Brutus, who I had met a few summers ago during an exhibition at Harper's Books in East Hampton, and I have I followed him since. Marcus began exhibiting his work and has quickly attracted the attention of collectors and institutions with two solo exhibitions and a monograph entitled The Americans and a solo presentation at Expo Chicago 2019. By making richly layered paintings that depict scenes of contemporary African-American life and beyond, Marcus is primarily engaged in the act of putting the black figure front and center on the canvas, and you feel those figures when you're up close. His influences extend far beyond the history of painting, with references ranging from music, photography, uh, literature, sports, and socio-political history. He has a skill for compressing together a wider range of subjects into coherent narratives that illuminate quotidian moments in black life, both imagined and real. At my first encounter with his work, I thought to myself I could easily live with his paintings, which are indeed a reflection of his personality, both easy and mellow. So with that, I welcome Marcus Brutus to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. You started off in fashion, you transitioned to art. So share with us that journey. Um, So essentially, I started off, I I hold a degree in public relations, and I wanted to work in fashion. But what drew me to fashion was sort of the visual aspect and element of it. But then what I kind of quickly learned, actually working in public relations, um, there, you, you, you do play a role in that realm but not so much you know there's it's not such a so much of a creative sort of uh, or expressive kind of uh, uh, industry um, so then I think I kind of grew a bit uh, I grew a, a, a bit of sort of displeasure uh, with that career path I didn't really see a long um, you know any sort of long-term um, uh, vision in that in, in that sphere so Kind of as I was a bit disgruntled with all with that line of work, that's what sparked me to kind of then say, all right, well, let me take a shot at actually creating my own visual images. And and that initially was a I I initially was creating computer generated graphics that many people haven't seen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then something about that still kind of didn't give me that full satisfaction and then that's when I kind of grew a very strong um, 
attachment to not just creating images, but also the process behind creating image and sort of the physical process. And that's why I, I took up painting. And um, it was it was a it was a slow process. I, I kind of pushed myself to initially it was kind of doing a creating a drawing a day. I kind of had that be my initial task just to kind of create a sense of consistency and to see how much I, you know, if this was something that I was actually interested in. And then from doing that, and I kind of began to track a bit of progress, you know, I ended up then venturing in, into watercolors, and then I took up painting, um, painting on canvas. Did you always lean towards figurative work? Did you ever consider abstract? Um, I... You know, I think I made a conscious decision early on that because I was self-taught, I thought there was a bit of uh, how to say, insecurities in terms of starting off with the abstract because then, it, you know, because I, I wasn't in the art world at all and I just felt like I had to approach it almost like a technical skill, you know, as well as, a you know, sort of a very expressive Ex, you know, expressive practice. So, so that's what kind of drew me to wanting to do figurative work. But also, like I, I love figurative work as well. So it, it you know, it, it kind of worked out. In terms of what to paint, what type of figures to paint, were they? Was that influenced by your surroundings? Uh, no. Um, so, as as far as it goes with subject matter, I just have a natural vested interest in sort of history and black history in particular. So, you know, I would watch documentaries. I would save, you know, I'd find images, you know, clippings, you know, everything. Just that's just naturally what I would do. And then that became my source material. It, I just all had it sitting out in, you know, in folders on my on my laptop or just actual physical you know, in books and, and magazines and, and so on. So that just became, all right, I'm going to create drawings from, you know, create works from these images and have that sort of inspire the work and be what the work is about. And then through the, you know, you know, first it became, you know, it began with sort of copying the images, but then it became, well, you know, I want to actually tell stories and especially sort of, underrepresented narratives and so on and so forth. And then through doing that and taking it further was finding, you know, different ways to sort of present everyday black life and then infuse in sort of his, historical narratives as well as sort of cultural elements and things like that. So that's kind of how it all developed into what it is now. Did you ever consider photography? Uh, no. Be, and... and and it, it, I think it was more so because of the fact that the with painting, there's such an independent element and aspect to it. So right. I didn't need anyone else or right. any other thing to kind of get the work done. Yeah. And photography also takes you back to the, the laptop. Yeah, right? the exactly. Computer. Exactly. Right, right, right. right. Um, if you think back to your childhood, do you, were you inclined or did you lean towards art, being an artist back then? Um, not an artist per se, because what my perception of an art artist was at the time, it was like, you know, you know, the classics or impressionist artists, you know, I, so that was like the, the, like, that's as far as my mind could, 
conceive as far as what an artist was. But I've always been a sort of a visual person. I, I, my memories and I, I retain so much visual information. You know, growing up, I was a huge sports fan, and I could just remember, you know, watching like Jordan with Chicago Bulls, and I could tell you what sneakers he had on or things like that, or sort of different haircuts. or I just used to kind of piece things together like that, or certain small, just very small things visually used to mean so much to me or have so much significance. So it kind of all developed. I kind of later on now I've been able to kind of form a connection, in a, you know, to that. But at the time I didn't know that it meant that I was kind of processing things like an artist, but that kind of was my early um my early experience in that and also what i you know i used to make small doodles um for the things like i thought were cool when i was younger and that was something i, I used to do uh, it's, it's it's great that you um early in your career you you, you came to conclusion that that fashion was not the right thing for you that you could be because now you're you're applying your creativity and you're sharing it with everybody and I love your work it's it's beautiful um so you mentioned narrative so let's talk about your narrative yeah um so kind of the goal for most of my works is to have as far as the subject goes to have central the black figure central to to it or just something you know, in regards to history or just everyday, you know, life. But then also, um, I, I, you know, I, I want to also not capture kind of just like moments. I kind of want to capture sort of everyday images that kind of reflect more so or give sort of the feeling of just an everyday and kind of regular sort of um, human and not sort of the super natural like or, or you know, iconic sort of image imagery as well. I mean, there, there are times where I have painted particular people, but most of my paintings are actually comprised of fictional figures that represent an idea or, or you know, or, or something or they're presented it's portraiture where they're presented in a particular environment and so on and so forth and there'll be sort of small little clues as you know you know small little references embedded within the work um but yeah that's that's that you know that for subject matter i i kind of try to focus on uh representing everyday life and so so on and so forth in researching you before we um, talk today, I remember seeing that music has an impact on on your work. So, will you elaborate on that? Yeah. Um, so, the the impact that music has on the work is uh, it's it's more so the culture around music and kind of the role that music plays within society, within history. Um, so, it's you know many of my works take. The, the titles from just song titles that I'll see. And, you know, it, it may not even be the subject within that song, um, but some way, the way the words are constructed and grouped together, they kind of fit perfectly with the painting. And they kind of like, if I'm struggling for a title, I can open up my iTunes and see see a song title and I'm just like that's exactly what Isn't it's about. It's amazing how the brain works. Yeah. <laughs> it just connects things for you. Yeah, it just kind of connects things. So what genre music is it usually? Um it, it's 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 everything. Uh, it could be jazz, it could be soul, hip hop, every you know R&B, 
um, it, it literally any any sort of thing that I at the time that I'm listening to or that I kind of feel that's what the, you know, maybe the palette kind of draws me into like, you know, a new wave. And then I'm looking at something and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly kind of what the energy that kind of the, the image begins to emote. And so, and, and I, I think it, it, it's, it's one of the things where there's so much more to it than just sort of the actual song itself. You know, there's, there's there's a life beyond just the song and or the artist and so on and so forth. And some songs take you back, mm. right? Yeah. To certain experiences yeah, in life, exactly. right? Exactly. So in the paintings, is there a historical or personal connections to the figures that you paint? Um, there's both. Both, um, interesting. You know, at, at times I've painted actual family members, friends. I've made several self-portraits. Um, but then there's also a sort of a historical aspect of it um for instance on the cover of the americans book uh there is a figure there are two there are two male figures uh, with the flag yeah with the flag that's actually inspired by an actual sports moment um it's good to know it's not a political moment well (laughs) i mean it it, it was it it was a political moment that invaded the sports world okay uh, because it's all it's all intertwined okay um but it's it's what i thought about um during the whole kaepernick um, situation i see and then i i drew that to in the 90s his name I, I'm, I'm not going to attempt to, to say his name at the moment but there was a there was a player that used to have a prayer protest and then when that became sort of uncovered by the media a fig, you know a, a fan had brought this huge American flag and kind of erected it during the Star Spangled Banner whilst he was praying and it kind of created this sort of famous image and then I wanted to just kind of draw a connection to the two by having these two guys wear their jerseys whilst they're sitting down and then there's a flag being erected behind them. Um, so yeah, there, so so it's it's a bit of both. Um, and, 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 and then there's also a, a connection to art history because, you know, flag paintings, you know, Alice Jasper Johns, that kind of was kind of also something that slightly entered my mind while I was creating the, the painting. So as a self-taught artist, what, what were... Um what are some of the challenges that you encountered? Um, so recently I've been thinking about this, and I don't necessarily see the process that or the journey that I've been on as being self-taught, but more so I've created my own curriculum as far as how I look to approach becoming an artist. Um, because I have to, you know, I have to study on art history. I have to learn in practice technique, you know, I have to have an understanding of what's going on, the current climate and so forth, or how I fit in, or what's the significance of the work that I, you know, that I create. So these are all things that I presume other artists are thinking about that, or, you know, that's what you'll learn at, you know, in art school and, you know, and and so forth. So I like to think that I kind of set down my own sort of curriculum just because I just struggle sometimes within structures where I feel like it's not going in the direction I want to, or it's not going at the pace that I that I that I'd like to approach it. But it, it really began with just it's just every day, like every day I'm observing, I'm looking, every day I'm finding new sort of references, new sources of inspiration, 
um, every day I want to create something. I have the urge to create something. And every day, I, you know, I, I want to read and learn about, you know, whether it's art from the past or what's currently going on. You know, I have, I have even interest in the art market and so on. So everything about it, you know, so that's kind of, it's just, it's about the consistent, just consistently kind of embedding myself in, you know, in the, in the entire practice. I'm always envious of, of artists because you can develop a career. I mean, you get to really express what you feel, you know, versus coding or walking on Wall Street <laughs> or something like that. You actually get to get up and think about life and yeah. create something uh, from that. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's great. So were there any, particularly artists, in your studies, in your research, were there any particular artists or genre of artists that you studied? Um, it, I mean, it started off with, I really was moved by figurative works initially. Um, and more importantly, sort of the contemporary figurative painters or modern or contemporary figurative painters. Um, I really, uh, you know, artists like Luke Twyman's, Henry Taylor, um, Carrie James Marshall and so on and so forth. They, they've all kind of helped me throughout the process, Alice Neal, um, because it kind of sometimes, you know, let's say at the moment there's like, a, you know, a major exhibition on, an, you know, an abstract expressionist work or, or some, so on and so forth. And you're kind of feeling like, oh, man, is the work that I'm creating even making sense right now? But then they kind of reinforce it like, yes, this is, you know, there's a place for all of this. And so it kind of gives me a you know, a reason to go on and create and explore some more and see what I can do and kind of where I fit into everything. So there are there any communities um, in particular that give you ideas? Um, I, I, I think, I think I, I, I'm, I'm interested in kind of, I've, I've always been interested in kind of counterculture, uh, uh, but also, you know, I've, I'm also interested in in uncovering. So it, it goes back to sort of subject matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm I'm interested in. You know, when when I'm learning about history, you know, I'm looking through history and I'm looking at these different, just all of the the places that, you know, there have been sort of like the black metropolis or where you know. You know, whenever I uncover it, I feel inspired to create work about it. For instance, in my exhibition, solo exhibition last summer um, with Harper's Books, uh, I made a painting about um, Inkwell Beach, which featured in sort of the black uh, Martha's Vineyard, Oak Bluff neighborhood. Um, So it's it's things like that where I'm like, wow, I didn't know about that. Or, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll just... I'll just see that, and I, I'm just like I, I want to feature that in a work, and I think it, it's a it's a way to you know when I learn about anything, what I would like to do is share it with people because I'm like oh wow I didn't know about this so hopefully if someone doesn't know about it they'll you know I can share it and through you know through the work and, and because I, I'm you know the the paintings are predominantly figures, um, you know. Whenever there are words, I feel like people kind of get drawn to it and like, why is that there? What's the significance of that? And then they kind of then go on and, you know, 
research it or 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 it'll kind of it'll kind of make sense in the context of the work and it'll be a bit more straightforward and they'll understand like oh this is what it's about there are instances when uh people sort of recognize the reference uh for instance i made a painting of usman Simbeni, uh the father of west african film and um someone just was so drawn to just that element of the work they kind of even looked past like what the painting was really about and that kind of was a bit more of um that kind of uh, was a bit and had a greater significance to it. And they kind of were like asking, like, oh, what's my relationship to Senegal and so on and so forth. And I was like, well, the work isn't really necessarily about this in particular. It kind of is just sort of featuring, you know, a you know, kind of slightly featuring an iconic figure, but it, it was also featuring a lot of other sort of things within the mix. So it, it's always interesting what are the things that people kind of pick on, um, pick up on, and it's kind of based on their own personal experiences and so on. So it's good that you can provide enough pieces of work so they can find one that they actually like. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love your colors. They're strong. Um, can you comment on that? Yeah, um, it's... You know, it, it's all about kind of what I'm feeling at the moment, you know, in terms of like if I'm working on a group of works, I'm like, this is kind of what I'm, I'm feeling at the moment, um, for instance. But then I, I recently found uh, kind of this bright yellow green uh, that kind of, to me, it's such a contemporary color. And what I, it, just in terms of contemporary life, because if you kind of see a construction site, you'll see like these bright yellow green cones, or you'll see a cross, you know, a crossing guard with the, this sort of neon kind of vest on, you know, it, it, it's just something that kind of, it, it, it takes, it exists in just our daily lives. And I, I kind of want to have that feature in most of my works because it just kind of pops and it kind of gives it this you know it to me it kind of is a color of today and it's uplifting yeah 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 it's like listening to good music sometimes colors can have the same type of impact yeah exactly and 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 when you kind of when that's kind of like the the color that pops in the midst of a kind of a bit more of a mundane palette it kind of just draws you into like oh well what's that or the like if you if you've got shoes that color, you're like, oh, I'm drawn to that. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. I want to, you to, to explain to us. I don't always understand what artists mean uh, when they say certain things because my brain is so black and white. You were quoted as saying that you address the division between personal expression and public presentation. So what what does that mean? Um, yeah, so initially, uh, when I was thinking, when I was rereading that quote, I kind of, at first I was a, a bit stumped on what I meant at the time. <laughs> uh, but it's what I, you felt at the yeah. time. <laughs> but I, I think it's, it's kind of like how, you know, how things exist in your mind and, 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 and then kind of how that then manifests and into the creation of a particular work that you share with the public. So it's kind of just that that sort of the relationship between between that because for instance um, there are paintings that I've created that have been influenced by just pure rage but then how that manifests and what I choose to paint, you know, I don't have any real paintings that kind of would it elicit that sort of emotion? But it could have been something that was inspired by a moment that would cause me a rage. And then I kind of took a deep breath and kind of found a way to kind of 
then communicate a, a feeling that you know. So it was so in painting then for you is a, is it a, a form of therapy? Uh, 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 definitely, definitely. It's um, it, it's uh, yeah. It, it's it, it's a way for me to kind of release what I have within myself, but it, but in a way that you know it, that's a bit well thought out. It's not just kind of straightforward raw emotions. It, it's it, it's kind of the steps in which it. And then kind of like the final step as far as expressing how I felt about a particular thing or how I currently feel. I don't, I don't sense any rage or anger in your work at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I view your work as uplifting and it's a combination of how you depict the characters, but also the, the, the color palette, the colors that you use. Yeah, your work is it's easy to live with. It's, it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually like it a lot. So I bought the book that um, uh, Harper's Books had published, and I know it was a collaboration with Harper and Antoine Sargent. Yeah, so Antoine had wrote, written the forward in the book, um, but it, it's it's a project that definitely Harper kind of took the lead on, um, and it, it kind of chronicled some of the early works before I met Harper, but then also kind of the works that um you know that I've shared or sold throughout the the, the time uh, from when we first met to about around uh, October of last year um so yeah it, it's 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 kind of just the the early days you know the early you know the early work that that I've kind of had and, and it's all surrounded it takes the name from our the first exhibition that I had called the titled the Americans right. um so yeah, it's it's kind of centered around that. So what are you working on now? Um, currently, I'm working on uh, a group of paintings that are kind of that are they're they're going to feature different materials. Uh, I mean, there's there's still you know works on canvas or linen, and um, and uh, they're they're all figurative works, but. There's a bit more of an experimental a- aspect to them, like there's uh, spray paint, uh, oh, really? so on and so forth. Oh, that's yeah. great. Um, and 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 the and the palette's a bit different, uh, and uh, some of the works feature icon iconography, like religious iconography, um, and it's just kind of. Um, I I remember back in October when we showed in. Showed, we had a, I had a solo show with uh, Harper in Chicago. I saw, yeah, I remember seeing that show. Um, it was it was fulfilling. It was great, uh, but then I kind of felt like this was. I kind of felt like I figured out how to make the right group of work, and I kind of wanted to now kind of be a bit more expressive to kind of challenge myself to make sure that. I'm not sort of just focused on creating a final image and kind of neglecting the process in which it takes to create a final image. So I like to start off with kind of the figures that will feature in the work, and I have an idea of that. But then the you know in the background or even sometimes in the foreground of the, these paintings, there'll be kind of just like experiments or just kind of you know, happy accidents, there's drips and there their drips featured in the painting and so on and so forth. So it's it's kind of creating a, 
of, of health, trying to marriage a slight, you know, interest in, in, in abstraction, but then also maintaining, you know, um, figures in, in the, the paintings. Have you ever thought of, <clears throat> excuse me, using dark colors? Uh, yeah. So there, there, are, there are a few darker paintings. And, and I think, I think now I, and I think what's so satisfying about the new paintings that I'm currently working on that they're not all easy to live with. Oh, really? Visually, oh, okay. I feel. Um, so, I yeah, so maybe, you know, <laughs> so who knows? You know, we, we, kind of, we don't really know, like, what the, what the reaction will be. But I feel like once um, I kind of sit down and they're, they're out, like, and we could see, like, the full breath, it'll, 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 be, it'll make a lot more sense. I look forward to seeing them. How do you? How did you go about the process of marketing yourself? Are you active on Instagram? Uh, yeah, that's that's actually the entire purpose of my Instagram, um, and kind of what kicked off my career. Uh, so, essentially, I was creating a bunch of work, but I, you know, no one would see it. Right. <laughs> free <And> marketing. Then, <laughs> yeah. It really is free marketing. Um, and then I decided that I was going to dedicate my social media presence and or just Insta- I'm only on Instagram to just showing my paintings mm-hmm. um, and then I, I because I felt like you know when because no one was seeing the work they they were almost never finished so the act of posting it on Instagram to social media was kind of a way for me to say I had completed a work interesting um, and then throughout that process that's you know I kind of slowly gained more more eyes on the work and then through that after after a while, <laughs> um, the artist Jen Guidi had actually um, contacted me, and she had bought a couple a couple paintings. And it's through her buying the paintings, and then she had shared them on Instagram that Harper had seen the work, and he had reached out. Um, and then there, it was the upstairs art fair. I had sent four paintings to that, and you know that went well. And then we were like a month later, he was like, "Hey, would you like to just have a complete solo exhibition?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" <laughs> he has a good eye. Yeah, um, he really does have a good eye. And then, and then from there, we've kind of been working together, and he's represented the work. Have you ever considered sculptures? I haven't. I've thought about sculptures, but I haven't really thought deep enough on how that would look or what that would be I think yeah it's something that I want to develop just you know as I'm experimenting more um I think that's where it'll how that would look will kind of manifest but at the moment I I wouldn't see myself kind of I, I don't see the relationship to the paintings yet but I think that I'm kind of on the path to kind of um to to where it will it will completely make sense on how that wouldn't sort of come out, come to be. That's interesting. That's good that you're thinking about it. And of course I'm tracking you and I'll be continuing to follow you on Instagram. So, um, I'll see that. So, um, it's been great to spend time with you. I'm going to continue to stay in touch with Harper to make sure I don't miss any of your openings. (laughs) And uh, thanks for taking the time out and explaining to us your narrative and uh, what, what drives your creativity. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. 
For additional content, please visit CerebralWomen.com and be sure to follow Cerebral Women on Instagram. Instagram.